0: Welcome to the podcast again today. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. You know, day after day we're opening up the Word of God together, and day after day God is putting another building block into our lives. Today it's Proverbs chapter thirty. This is the thirtieth day of the month. Uh, that's why we're going over Proverbs chapter thirty. Now I'm well aware that some of you may be listening to these out of order because you know you listened to number one or number two, and you liked it so much that you just listened to them all the way through. You know that's something that sometimes folks do. They uh, you know uh, and uh, skipping around, I can understand the value of that as well. But uh, you know, uh, as I am doing them, I'm doing one each day in order to correspond with uh, the first day of the month being Proverbs 1, the 16th day being Proverbs 16, and the 30th day of the month, Proverbs 30. It's so that you could begin a regimen. You can see how the regimen of life works, that each day you have somewhere to go specifically. You have an appointment, if you will, an appointment with the Word of God. And when we make an appointment with the Word of God, when we consistently and persistently day after day go to the Word of God, we find that something is there waiting for us. We find a morsel of bread. We find an absolute nugget of truth waiting on us that's been waiting on us from the foundation of the world. You see, God is so amazing. He is such a designer, so intricate are His designs, so detailed are His uh, imaginations and and the plans that He puts together, that he knows exactly where you're going to be so that he can give you a word that you need in due season in that day. And when we can make our appointed rounds, when we make an appointment with God, he will show up. Anytime you make an appointment with God, whether it's a prayer appointment, a word appointment, an appointment uh, to worship, God will show up. He will always be there, always be on time. And that's one of the values I have found through the years of going uh, and doing my proverb of the day. Well, today, we're in Proverbs chapter 30 again, and this is reading from the King James Version. Are you ready? You know, uh, read along with me if you can. Uh, If you're unable to read along with me, then you can listen. Some of you are driving and unable to read. I know that you listen to the Proverbs here on this podcast. Uh, You're listening to it, you know, uh, in a situation where you can't necessarily follow along. Uh, But uh, I encourage you, do this on your own. Make it a habit of life each month, every year, and just, See what God will do in building His kingdom and building wisdom in your life. Are you ready? Proverbs chapter 30, King James Version. The words of Agur, the son of Jacob, Even the prophecy the man spake unto Ithel, even unto Ithel and Ucal. Surely I am more brutish than any man and have not the understanding of a man. I neither learned wisdom nor have the knowledge of the holy. Who hath ascended up into heaven, or descended? Who hath gathered the wind in his fist? Who hath bound the waters in a garment? Who hath established all the ends of the earth? What is his name, and what is his son's name, if thou canst tell? Every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. Add thou not unto his words, lest he reprove thee, and thou be found a liar." Two things have I required of thee. "'Deny me them not before I die. "'Remove far from me vanity and lies, "'and give me neither poverty nor riches. "'Feed me with food convenient for me, "'lest I be full and deny thee and say, "'Who is the Lord?' "'Or lest I be poor and steal "'and take the name of my God in vain. "'Accuse not a servant unto his master.' lest he curse thee and thou be found guilty. There is a generation that curseth their father and doth not bless their mother. There is a generation that are pure in their own eyes and yet is not washed from their filthiness. There is a generation, oh, how lofty are their eyes and their eyelids lifted up. There is a generation whose teeth are like swords and their jaw teeth like knives to devour the poor from off the earth and the needy from among men. The horse-leech hath two daughters, crying, Give, give. There are three things that are never satisfied. Yea, four things say not, it is enough. The grave, and the barren womb, and the earth that is not filled with water, and the fire that saith not, it is enough. The eye that mocketh at his father, and despiseth to obey his mother, the ravens of the valley shall pick it out, and the young eagles shall eat it. There be three things that are too wonderful for me, yea, for which I know not. The way of an eagle in the air, the way of a serpent upon a rock, the way of a ship in the midst of the sea, and the way of a man with a maid. Such is the way of an adulterous woman. She eateth and wipeth her mouth and saith, I have done no wickedness. For three things the earth is disquieted, and for four which it cannot bear. For a servant when he reigneth, and a fool when he is filled with meat. For an odious woman when she is married, and a handmaiden that is heir to her mistress. There be four things which are little upon the earth, but they are exceeding wise. The ants are a people not strong, yet they prepare their meat in the summer. The conies are but a feeble folk, yet make they their houses in the rocks. The locusts have no king, yet go they forth all of them by bands. And the spider taketh hold with her hands, and is in the king's palaces." There be three things which go well, yea, four are comely in going. A lion which is strong among the beasts and turneth not away for any. A greyhound, an he-goat also, and a king against whom there is no rising up. If thou hast done foolishly in lifting up thyself, or if thou hast thought evil, lay thine hand upon thy mouth. Surely the churning of milk bringeth forth butter and the ringing of the nose bringeth forth blood so the forcing of wrath bringeth forth strife Again these proverbs how amazing it is to see wisdom in action in life as Solomon describes the experiences and the observations and the instructions that he has received from his father David in life and also from watching others, it's amazing how he was able to draw such wisdom, such eloquent wisdom from the things that surround him. You know, the last two verses are very intriguing. Let's let's see if we can center our thoughts today and meditate uh, on these uh, two verses, on something out of... Either one of these two verses. Listen to what verse 32 says. And is is this something today that you can meditate on so that you can apply to your life? You know, that's why we take the Word of God. We read it. We meditate on it. And we apply it. We read it. We think about it, we turn it over, we consider it, and we find a way to put it into practice in our lives. Listen to what verse 32 of Proverbs 30 says. It says, if thou hast done foolishly in lifting up thyself, oh man, how, how uh, interesting is that? If you've been prideful, if you have lifted, if, if you have boasted, if you have lifted up yourself, if you have done something to promote yourself, you see, the Bible says promotion comes from the Lord. Okay, and many times people will try to get ahead or or, or try to be promoted or try to somehow um, um, make others think more of them and somehow position themselves better in a group in a crowd by saying uh, boastful things about themselves. The Bible says, for a man to seek out his own glory is not glory. The Bible says, let another man's lips praise you and not your own. And all of these things come from Proverbs, of course, because I have been reading Proverbs now for all these years, you know, right at right at 40 years, you know, 35 plus years now, been reading Proverbs and, and uh, it's just amazing how all of the wisdom of God uh, continues to come back in this time You know, uh, boast not thyself of a false gift, you know, on and on and on. And here he's saying, if you have done foolishly in lifting yourself up, if you have, uh, it is foolish to boast. It is foolish to brag. In fact, even the apostle Paul, whenever he came to a place where he was wanting to bring some amount of foolishness, bragging uh, about himself some amount of, of of foolishness to his own boastfulness and just redressing and dressing down those who, who had been boasting about themselves. You see, there was a time in Corinth whenever, uh, the, after the apostle Paul had started the church and the church was going well and, and he had spent a couple of years there and, and had taught them and, and had continued to be a father in the faith of them and set their doctrine and encouraged them and see them grow and disciple them and disciple their leaders. There came a time whenever other people started coming into the church and, and, uh, they started exerting influence, even though they were not a uh, bon- unified, certified, uh, you know, um, uh, legitimate leaders of the church, nonetheless, they exercised influence, and the way they exercised influence was by puffing themselves up, was by boasting and bragging, was by making themselves seem to be very spiritual in the eyes of others. You know, sometimes someone can t- come and tell you a great big story about themselves, and my goodness, whoo, they look like the kind of person that should know. I mean, uh, people will tell you almost anything to get you to believe that they know what 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 they're talking about, Uh, and and some stories tell better than they live. Some stories, you know, uh, some life, you know, doesn't even tell as good as it was. But when when you want to impress someone, whenever you're wanting to 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 impress, many times people turn to boasting and bragging and lifting themselves up, and the Bible calls that foolishness. The Bible says that a man's gift. Well, Proverbs says, a man's gift will make room for him and will bring him before kings. You know, you don't have to make room for yourself. If you really have it, it'll make room for you. If you really have it, people will be asking you to tell about it. If you really have it, if you can really do it, you know, uh, then then you'll get a chance to show it. And when you show it, everybody will know it. But, you know, uh, it's important that we not just be braggadocious. And that's what the apostle Paul said when these people were coming in and, and telling how wonderful they were and how much they knew and all the spiritual things that had happened to them. People began to listen to them more than listening to Apostle Paul. And the Apostle Paul said, listen now, you may have many people come through and teach you, but yet you do not have many fathers. I am a father to you in the faith, and I shouldn't have to tell you. He said, but allow me this foolishness, if you will, for just a moment. He said, because all boasting is foolishness. He said, allow me this foolishness. He said, if you're going to listen to somebody because they say they're a Jew, he said, well, I'm a Jew. If you're going to listen Someone because they tell you they're educated? He said, Well, I'm educated. I, I was educated by Gamaliel. I am a Pharisee of Pharisees. I'm talking about I did not come behind anyone in the gifts of, the God, of, the, of, of, of God. He goes on and he said, listen, somebody telling you that they have uh, gone through hardships. He, Paul, Paul said, allow me this foolishness. Allow me the boast. Uh, look, I've gone through hardships. I spent a night and a day in the deep. I've been beaten with 39 stripes three different times. I have, uh, I've been in perils of my countrymen. I've been hungry. I have gone without food. I've been in perils of my own uh, you know, uh, neighbors. And he goes on and on and on through this whole discourse of boasting about why people should listen to him. He said, "I bear in my body the marks of the Lord Jesus Christ. These other people, they're just giving you empty idle boasting. He said, if you want somebody to boast, if boasting is impression you know, is impressing you, then let me boast. But then he tells them, it's foolishness. It's foolishness to lift yourself up. And this is what Proverbs says. In the end of the matter, Solomon, having concluded from all of his observation, all of his experience, all of his instruction, all of life, at the end, Solomon concludes, it is foolish for you to boast and to puff yourself up with pride and to start trying to make yourself seem like somebody that everybody else should want to be like or follow. It's foolishness, he said. And if you have done that, or if you have thought evil, if you've been trying to gain advantage, okay, uh in uh in and in, in thinking evil, lay thine hand upon thy mouth. What's he saying? Shut up. <laughs> Boy, there's a good word of wisdom in it. Shut up. When you find yourself boasting, when you find yourself just waiting to be next in line so that you can talk about what happened to you, so that you can tell how good you did it, so you can tell from your perspective why you were the one that saved the day, so that you can tell from your perspective why it was not—I I don't mean that sharing testimonies are, 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 are the common considerations and uh, sitting around in friends and sharing war stories. That's a different caliber than someone that's just trying to uh, gain position and prominence. Through pride and boasting and lifting themselves up foolishly, lay your hand upon your mouth because surely, he says in verse 33, surely the churning of milk. We don't churn milk much anymore, but I was raised as a little kid with a churn. We, we had cows. We milked cows and, you know, we made our own uh, 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 butter you know uh and uh, and buttermilk before it was butter, and oh, for years, I mean, it took me years before I liked buttermilk or butter uh, as a little kid churning it in that churn, and it sloshing out. Oh, anyway, that's another story, but surely, if you churn long enough, you're gonna have butter. <laughs> surely, if you twist somebody's nose long enough, it's gonna bleed. and surely, if you keep forcing. Wrath. If you keep forcing it, it's going to bring forth strife and division. If you can't just let an argument go, if you've got to be someone who is always right and who's always lifting yourself up above others, who is always imagining that you know best and always imagining that you need to talk longest and talk last and talk loudest, and and you need to be the one that. But after all, you've got all this uh, on and on and on and on and on then just put your hand to your mouth. Because surely, if you keep that up, you're going to bring division. You're going to bring strife. Surely, surely, watch what you say. Watch about putting yourself up in front of others and lifting yourself up. If you've really got it, the Bible says another man will praise you. And let another man praise you, not yourself. Let another man praise you, okay? You say, well, well, they aren't praising me. Well, maybe there's a reason why. <laughs> okay, maybe uh, some, you know, I know everyone does not know who you think you are, but they'll sure think more of you if you hold it in till afterwards. Okay, a wise man does that. A fool utters all his knowledge. A wise man holds it in till afterwards. Well, let's think on these things. Let's think on these things. How we can present ourselves as humble. And how God, if we will be humble, God will lift us up in due time. Even God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Let's think about these things today, okay? Pray with me right now. And let's ask God to help us to make sure that we aren't so interruptive in trying to uh, be uh, uh, the leader of the pack to the point to where we push people away and cause division and strife. Lord God Lord, we pray that whatever this... Uh, carnal energy is this carnal motivation on the inside of us lord to to just uh, lord want to want to interrupt lord or all we're doing is just waiting until the that the next person shuts up so that we can be the next person lord or uh, god that we're just lord uh, just so energetic lord waiting to tell our story that we aren't listening to anybody else's story that we have no value for others opinions lord and lord it's just like a, a continual ringing of the nose and churning of the of the milk lord god the forcing of wrath lord is just Continue, 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 Lord. All it's going to do, Lord, is bring forth strife and division, Lord. It doesn't make people feel better about us, Lord, because we're boastful and prideful, and because we're lifting ourselves up all the time, because we think that we're the only ones that know, or we think we're better, or we think we wouldn't have done that. Lord, uh, help us, God, not to be that that uh, you know, uh, armchair quarterback, where we uh, sit in our easy chair and 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 uh, we're always able to point out what's wrong with others, God, and 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 how we could have done better or or how we did better. Lord, God, I pray, sir, Lord, that we would not be lifting ourselves up pridefully or foolishly, Lord, in an evil way, God, but rather, Lord, that we would let another man's lips praise us and not our own, Lord. That we would not seek our own glory, Lord, for that is not glory. Lord, that we would always look to other men's stuff, Lord, and not to our own. As your word says, every man should look to another man's wealth and not his own wealth. Lord, help us, Father, to be kind and uplifting to others. Help us to be a voice, Lord, of of raising up and lifting up others, Lord, and telling how wonderful they are, God. Lord, as we sow these seeds, Lord, Father, they will return back unto us. As we roll that stone, it'll roll on us, Lord. As we dig that pit, Lord, of blessings for others, Lord, it will, Lord, uh, we will fall into it. It will be a blessing to us. Lord, help us to remember these principles throughout the book of Proverbs, Lord, as we think on these things today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, today, Let's think today about not being boastful and prideful and not just waiting till the next person shuts up to speak, okay? And don't don't just keep on, keep on, keep on, keep on. Like wringing a nose, like churning milk, like, like forcing wrath, you'll end up bringing strife, end up bringing division, okay? God bless you. I love you. Let's think on these things today and I'll see you here tomorrow for Proverbs chapter 31 and the virtuous woman.